0: Welcome everybody back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. For today's episode, we are going to be doing a little preview of this 49ers-Bengals game that features two teams that are very, very banged up right now. Um, now, a lot of the guys don't have anything like super severe where it's going to hold them out for the rest of the year. However, you look at the Bengals team, they had like 15 guys in their injury report, and it seems like about half those guys are going to be playing, but it still shows that they're dealing with some some injuries. Um, and then the 49ers, the big ones... Uh, no Mitchell in this one. And then of course the biggest one is no Emmanuel Mosley for, I would guess a month to six weeks probably. So maybe the rest of the regular season, that is a huge injury. Um, before we get into anything, I want to talk a little bit about who's going to be playing at corner for the Niners, because I think this is super significant. Anytime you're going up against Jamar chase, Tyler Boyd, T Higgins and T Higgins is a game time decision, but still, if he's out there, it's going to be tough. Um, you look at the 49ers corners and this was a a tweet that got pretty big this is the the opponent's passer ratings when they're targeting these guys so i'm going to go over the best guys first jason vrett obviously didn't play too much 60 passer rating emmanuel mosley 79 passer rating and kwan williams 82 passer rating so all those guys that's pretty good numbers and i'm not going to live and die by by passer rating um stats However, it's good to look at like okay how are how are these guys doing when they've been targeted and especially for Emmanuel Mosley, um, and uh, K1 Williams like those are guys that get targeted quite a bit. So under hundred, pretty solid. However, you go into the other four corners on this team, and this this um, tweet also features penalties as well. Josh Norman, one hundred twenty five point seven nine penalties committed. Diamador Lenore, one hundred twenty one point one pass rating, three penalties committed. Um, Ambry Thomas, very limited playing time, but 118.1 passer rating. And in the preseason, he struggled a lot, too. So I think it's worth noting. Um, then Dante Johnson, 114 and a half, and then two penalties for him. So these guys are getting killed on the outside. And this week, it's likely that we're going to see Dante Johnson and Josh Norman outside. And that is going to be one of the biggest mismatches of the entire NFL slate this weekend. So, I think that's going to be the biggest thing where it's like can the Niners survive this? Are they going to be able to handle it? Um and one thing that was what we I was kind of wondering going into this game was, okay, Riley Reef, he missed a he missed a game and then I believe the Bengals starting center missed last week as well. Both of them are back. Um not even listed on the injury report anymore. They're on the injury report but they were full participants towards the end of practice. They're they're good to go. They're they're playing. That's massive for them because last week we saw the Chargers kill them. We saw now Bosa went out kind of early, but the Chargers defensive line was eating all game. Burrow had Burrow had no time, no real, no real chance to win this one uh last week. This week, even though the even though the Niners got Nick Bosa, like it's still gonna be pretty difficult for them to generate enough pressure where they're not getting killed outside. So because of that, I'm expecting a shootout. And you don't have you don't have Elijah Mitchell, which in a lot of these games where we've expected a shootout, he's kind of taken over in the second half and they just pound the rock with him. They can't do that this week. So I think it's really, really big. Um, this was a game last week before the the Seahawks game. And the Seahawks game, like the performance of that game, didn't change how I thought about this game. Right when that game ended, I thought, wow. Bengals have a beat-up offensive line. Yes, the Niners are hurt. I didn't think Emmanuel's Mos- Emmanuel Mosley's injury was that significant. And I thought, all right, this is probably one where, like, the Niners might be down on the line, but it's probably a good one where they should cover. They should do pretty well. Their defense should be able to hold because of these Bengals injuries, offensive line recovered. And now the 49ers secondary is, is, is in shambles really. So Aiden, how are you feeling about this game? And and do you, st- do you share the same concerns that I do about the uh, the defense in this one?
1: Definitely. Um, I think it's, it's going to be a first team to 30 wins. Not sure the Niners can get there with Jimmy Garoppolo at, at, at quarterback. Um, but it's going to be something where we're going to need to score to win. I expect Jamar Chase to have a very big game. So if you're playing him in fantasy, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what, what they're going to do outside with Dante Johnson out there. And
0: who's the other starting corner going to be?
1: It'll be Norman. But
0: it was there was a chance yeah, but, to Ambry like, Thomas.
1: Yeah, but Josh Norman as your number one corner is never an awesome sign. Um, so really not loving it. I don't think that the Elijah Mitchell injury is as crippling um, as it could have been. Cause I think Jeff Wilson is going to be a full go. Um, we finally get to see him unleashed because he's been used very sparingly since he came back from um, that, that injury that he sustained over the off season. I think he'll get 25 touches this game. Um, I think he and hasty will, are really the only two healthy backs and, I think that they're going to want to run Wilson with those fresh legs, dealing with a little bit of knee soreness earlier this week. Um, but I think he's he's going to get a ton of carries. And if if the Niners are going to win, he needs to play very well. Um, this fits the mold of the Niners um, needing to control the ball, keep it away from the high-powered offense away, um, on on the other side. Um, so I, for, for me, it's, it's going to come down to whether, whether they can consistently run the ball and, and, and get first downs. And we've seen over these last six, seven weeks when the Niners are able to run the ball and get consistent first downs and run that 30 times a game, uh, number that, that Kyle talks about, they win and when they're not able to do that, they lose. Um, so that's what it's going to come down to. I don't trust Jimmy to win this game. Um, and I think, I'm not sure what the line is when we looked last week. Uh, I think the Bengals were, were one point favorites. I think it should be a little bit bigger than that. If I was a betting man and was not a Niners fan, I would expect the Bengals to uh, probably cover that, that 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 one point. I'd love to be wrong, um, but it's going to be tough for the Niners with with injuries that they have and who they have a quarterback and kind of just this whole situation because the Bengals are coming off a loss as well. Um, they're they're not going to come in um, just trying to take this one off, but good news. Niners don't need this game to make the playoffs. Uh, Vikings winning was obviously not ideal, but doesn't really matter. Niners have the head to head and have a very manageable stretch over this last section of, of the, the season. I think nine wins gets them in. Um, So just got to weather the storm here. And if they're able to steal one, it makes up for the Seattle game that they should have won. So that's what it comes down to for me.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point. Um, I do kind of wonder. So you talked about Jeff Wilson a little bit. I totally agree that you're going to try to get 30 carries, 40 carries even in this one, because when we've seen the Niners flourish, what has it been? I think I, I don't know if it was me and you that were talking about this, but I was talking about a while back. Their game plan is let's, let's try to look like, uh, like the Patriots did last Monday night with Mac Jones and have Jimmy throw three passes. Like that is what they want to do. And when they want Jimmy throw the ball, they don't want him pushing it. Like, Kyle doesn't want him pushing it downfield. Now, does he want his quarterback to be able to push the ball downfield? Yes. The problem is when the Niners try to push the ball downfield and try to have this like high-octane passing offense, it, it usually results in them getting, getting behind early in those games. Like Jimmy throws a pick, and then they're down 14-0 or whatever it is, um, like the Packers. I mean, there's been a few games like that. I don't know if Jeff Wilson is going to be able to take those carries. That's my concern there. If and, and it's hard to tell just because okay let's see like how it, how his knee is but if he's been dealing with a knee soreness there's a chance that they're like okay this dude can only go like 15 carries now at the same time if he can go I think this could look almost like last year's Cardinals game where like the recipe is clearly like all right let's try to get the let's try to run the ball and let's not try to get the ball in Kyler's hands like that was the goal of that game and Kyler was banged up in that one you saw Fred had a big game Um, they're gonna need Fred to have a big game this week. The Bengals are really beat up at linebacker. So offensively, the Niners have a huge advantage when it comes to blocking. Like they're going to win in, in the blocking department. They're going to be able to get into that second level. Trent Williams, George Kittle, I expect them to have massive games. I think they're going to be fantastic. However, are J. Michael Hastie um, is Je- and J- Jeff Wilson, are they going to be able to do that? Are they going to be able to put up those numbers that we've seen Elijah Mitchell do? I have some questions about it. Now, the thing is, I loved what I saw out of Jeff Wilson last year. I just don't know if he's quite up to that level that he was. If he is though, I think you're totally right. If he's ready to go and take 25 carries, we can see Jeff Wilson go out there, have a hundred yard performance, have a touchdown, two touchdowns. But if he doesn't, then you're going to put a lot of, you know, a lot on Jermichael Hasty's shoulders. And then also you would typically think, okay, you're going to want to run the ball with Debo. How good is Debo though? Is he, is he able to go? Like, is he, is he fully healthy? That's a big question too. So, a lot of this game is going to come down to like how healthy are these guys? And are you able to just pound the rock? Because like you only have two backs and then Debo. Maybe we see Kyle check in at, at running back a little bit. Maybe, maybe they do put Trey Lance in a little bit. I know that they've kind of like jumped off that, but like you don't have guys to run the football. So maybe you see some of that, um, but they're definitely really depleted when it comes to running the ball. Um, passing wise, I think we're going to see another big game from George Kittle. I think, Right now, it's kind of like, hey, like George, you gotta, you gotta be a superstar. You have to take over some of these games, and you need, like, we're gonna have to outscore teams if we're gonna make the playoffs. You gotta do it, and we've definitely seen him do that since he's came back from injury. George Kittle has been amazing. I think it's kind of flown under the radar because of how good Debo Samuel's year has been, but jo- George, like early on, they weren't really giving him the ball that much. He's not a guy that's been a red zone threat throughout his career. I don't know exactly how many touchdowns he has. I want to say it's like five or six, but since he's came back from injury he had three consecutive games with a touchdown and then he had two other ones two other touchdowns so he has been putting up great touchdown numbers recently which is something we haven't really seen from him but it's great like it's it's awesome that they've been targeting him more down there and he's really been able to take over games quite a bit his week his game against Seattle was incredible um that was an absolute amazing game he is going to have a ton of mismatch, mismatches in this one um a lot on on uh, Jesse Bates shoulders uh, some of those guys On the Bengals, but they're super banged up. So you gotta take advantage of that really, really thin linebacker core there. And unfortunately, like if you had Elijah Mitchell, I think this game looks a lot different. But like I just don't know if Jeff Wilson's gonna be able to take that load. And if he is though, I, I think you're right. I definitely think you're right. But I am a little bit concerned about that. Um, if he's not though, like say they're not, like they can't really give anyone a ton of carries, um, which is really weird to say, or they have to give Jermichael Hasty a bunch and they and they do have to push the ball with Jimmy. A little bit and kind of like and have to throw the ball a little bit more how do you feel this game could turn out do you think this could be like a really ugly one or do you think that maybe maybe they could like hang in this one
1: i mean i think they they can we've seen jimmy win games in the the past the cardinals games from 2019 the saints game back then uh obviously last year was a bit of a down year i don't know if he won a game like that uh last year but we've seen him do it in the past we know that he can i think it's a low probability Um, like, I think it could look like best case, Jimmy goes out wins, you hang 40 on him, and Jimmy gets a lot of people off of his back, but worst case, he throws three picks and the Trey Lance, uh, crowd yells even louder. Um, not sure anything would happen. Like Kyle may just reach a breaking point. Not, not sure. Um, but Jimmy's the kind of guy where it could go from awesome to really bad and it could go. One drive is awesome, and the next drive is really bad. I think it's going to be up and down throughout the whole game. I would like we, we we've seen him put it together enough um, so that he can win games. But if the game is on Jimmy's shoulder, I'd feel a lot better uh, if the defense is able to force a couple turnovers, which they were able to do last week for really the first time in a long time. We forced like multiple turnovers, and um, I feel like whenever the Niners get a turnover recently, it's been kind of surprising. Even during the like 2019 season, they barely had like any picks. or It was mostly forced fumbles. Um, I think that's been Josh Norman's biggest contribution so far. I think he still leads the league in forced fumbles because he punches every single time instead of tackling, um, which is kind of funny. But, um, I mean, I'm not super confident if it's on Jimmy's shoulders, but I think he can win. Kittle needs to have a big game. I think Ayuk is an X factor. Um, if, if I had to do two X factors for this game, it would be Jeff Wilson and Ayuk. Um, if I was calling this game, uh, I'd be using Debo as a decoy and assuming Jeff Wilson is healthy. I would pound the rock with Jeff Wilson. We've seen him have success before. Obviously that's very contingent on him being healthy. Uh, but he's logged two full, full practices in a row. I think he's ready to go. I think he's ready to show why he needs to get paid at the end of this year. Um, that's something that, is kind of flies under the radar. Sometimes he's playing for a contract um, and he's been hurt all year. So if he doesn't have that, that, that big game and Elijah Mitchell comes back next year, he's not going to get it. This is his opportunity. And I think he's going to go out and play really, really well. Um, If he's available in waivers on your fantasy league, uh, I would, I'd pick him up. He's a great flex option this week. Um, I like him a lot more than hasty hasty's career high in 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 carries was 2020 and he had 12 carries in that I think it was the Seahawks game um but like this season his his career high even when Mitchell was coming up and Wilson was hurt and Mostert went down in the first game of the year his his career high in in or his season high is five um so not awesome doesn't we we haven't seen Hasty go out and play awesome for a full game. We've seen glimpses. Um, I trust Wilson a lot more, and I think he's primed to have a big game. And it, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen this week.
0: Yeah, I, I like that you bring up Hasty a little bit. I do think that you're going to see him more as like more used as like a true scat back, which the Niners don't always use. Like a lot of teams have guys that are legitimately only in there for passing downs. I don't think Hasty's going to be like to that level, but he is going to be more of a third down back. That's more where his skill set is too. Um, but you just see the Niners in a lot of spots where they have other guys that they feel more comfortable there. Um, this week, you're probably going to see a decent dose of Michael Hasty. But like you said, Aiden, don't expect him to go out there and get 15 carries. I would not expect that at all. I think if he gets like eight, that's probably expected. Like I'd say somewhere between five to 10 carries is what he's going to get. Um, maybe like three to four targets. That That's my guess on it. Um, But they they very well could pound the rock um, with uh, Wilson and then just not really give Hasty that many reps either. Uh, A couple of other people I want to mention before we take off out of here. Trey Hendrickson, watch out for him on Tom Compton. I'm assuming Tom Compton's going to be a go. That is a really, really scary mismatch. Um, And then, of course, you brought up Brandon Ayuk. I'm a big Brandon Ayuk guy. I think that you're right about this game potentially being a huge one for him as well. The Bengals' corners, they're not... They're not tossing out really good guys. They do have Mike Hilton, who I've always liked in the in the, in the, the nickel, but Eli Apple, Awuzie, Vernon Hargraves. I don't know if, if uh, Awuzie is going to be playing, but you have Vernon Hargraves and Eli Apple outside. Maybe in terms of draft capital, yeah, they're up there, but neither of those guys have lived up to their expectations at all, and they've bounced around the league up to this point. So those are guys that you need to, to win on. And for this game, I think, like, you might have to if you're the Niners, like you're gonna have to win this one a little bit unorthodox. I would expect that. So maybe we see that and we feel a lot more confident with them heading into playoff time, but it is a really, really weird game. You said you'd probably take the Bengals to cover at minus one and a half. I would feel the same way. So what are what, what's your score prediction for this one?
1: Score prediction. I mean, I'm gonna pick the Niners. Um I'm gonna root for the Niners every single week and I'm gonna look like an idiot on here if I come back and I'm like, the Bengals are going to win, and then the Niners win. Um, I think the recipe to the Niners' success is keeping Joe Burrow and that offense off, off the field, keeping those Niners' cornerbacks off the field. Um, I said first one to 30 wins, but I'm going to amend that a little bit. Um, I think score prediction, 23-20 Niners, uh, and they rush for 150 yards, and Jeff Wilson has 120 and two touchdowns.
0: So you think this one's more like a, you're trying to play to 30, but it might just be like, oh, the Niners suffocate them, and that's like more their recipe? I
1: think Niners, hopefully, out of the 30 minutes in the first half, hold the ball for 20 of them. Yeah, That, that, that is what I see, and with those linebackers being out, I think they have a chance to do that. They need to capitalize. I don't think that that is the most likely thing to, to happen, but that is their best recipe for success because they're getting to 30. That means they need to throw the ball. Um, and as as we saw last week, that doesn't always work for the Niners.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, One other intro I didn't – I don't think we brought it up yet. Joe Mixon is a game-time decision. I expect him to go. Uh, same thing with T. Higgins. Usually when guys are game-time decisions, they go, especially if they haven't been like – like we saw like DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray were like game-time decisions for like three weeks, but no one really felt confident that they were going to be playing. Um, it, it does seem like both of those guys are going to be playing. So I do expect that. Um, I'm going to give you guys two score predictions just because I think that with a lot of these Niners games, you notice right away like okay it's this kind of game so on one hand if the Niners lose which I do think is more likely I think it's like 30 to 20 where they get kind of they get kind of like handed to them in the first half and then they score some garbage time points and it doesn't look that bad if they win I think I would go 28 24 super efficient in the red zone you know get four touchdowns, four really long, impressive drives. They, they don't have to put the the ball in the Jimmy's uh, hands as much. And it's like, not really based on him, but I would put that at like 25% chance. That's what I'll say, like 25% chance. They kind of have that style game, three quarters chance that they have a game where it's like, all right, this is a tough one. And of course, I mean, this isn't cutting dry numbers, but that's what I would kind of expect going into this one. But I think that's going to do it for today's episode. Let us know what you think. Can the Niners' corners hang enough? Can their pass rush get to there um, to to Burrow? Because we've seen when you pressure Burrow a lot, he makes a lot of mistakes, and that could be really big as well. Um, God, hold on to the ball a lot. So, gonna need a huge game from Jeff Wilson as well, and and whoever is really running the football. But that's gonna do it for today's episode. Um, and we will talk to you guys after this game. Uh, hopefully, the Niners are able to 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 win this one, but it's it's gonna be a difficult one for sure. So. Anytime you're going up against Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, uh, those guys have been pretty good in their time together. So it'll be a fun one. Hopefully Niners Corners are able to to hang on and and somewhat cover those guys out there. But this is going to do it for this episode. So thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you very soon.